This is the OTP, the official Titans podcast. Mike Keith joined by Amy Wells. Welcome once again, Miss Wells. Hey, Mike. It's good to be here. Yeah, welcome back from Orlando. It was lovely. It was very sunny and nice. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Yeah, I'm just thanks letting you know. Thanks for passing that along. <laughs> but it was sunny and nice all day Wednesday, and that produced a big crowd for the uniform unveiling in downtown Nashville Wednesday night. And so everybody's seen him, everybody's talking about him, and we're going to talk about him on the OTP with Amy Adams Strunk, Titans controlling owner. Welcome to your podcast. Well, thank you, Mike. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to be here, and hello, Amy. Hey, Amy. Uh, all right, so let's go through the process. Let's, let's tell the story today about the uniforms. As we saw in the video on Wednesday night that, that was done through the team and the league, the process started actually in 2014, and then for a moment, you hit the pause button on it. Kind of explain what was going on and why you decided you wanted to wait just a little bit after you became the controlling owner in March of 2015. Well, we started in, in 2014, and we were heading down a... a to an area that um, would have been interesting but didn't really feel the right place for us. And when, when I became the controlling owner, I thought, well, you know what, I, I need to concentrate on what's going on with our team right now, and, and the uniforms just have to take a back seat for sure. So I felt like once we kind of got things back trending the right way, it was time to revisit the uniforms, and that's what I did. We picked back up with Nike and with, with the league, and, and away we went. Now, when was that that you, that you picked up? When did that factor uh, I, in? I think that was late, maybe 2015. Okay. Yeah. So when you make that decision, who's the first person you call? Who do you reach out to to get that ball rolling? You, you definitely call the league office. And I think my first conversation might have been with Jonathan Wright of NFL Properties. So we um, discussed where this was going. And, you know, I kind of kept things actually in Houston because I just did not want anything getting out that that's the direction we were going with new uniforms yet. We were just kind of picking back up and exploring now where we were going to go. Were there any elements from the first go-around in 2014 that kind of stayed in the design process moving forward, or did you take that, throw it away, and start over? No, definitely there were design elements that stayed with it. I mean, the, the, the name Titans, you know, you bring in all that the Greek mythology, and I'm a history major. I love that. I, I love what a Titan is. The Titans were um, Greek deities that were giants, strong, immortal. I mean, it had a good, it had a good feel. And I felt like when we were, when we moved to Nashville that um, we didn't really um, explore or, or embrace that part of being a Titan. Because we had to go so fast. We had to go so fast. We had to go so fast. So I really was excited about that element of being a Titan. I mean, the, the imagery, the, the um, strength, the, you know, going to battle. I mean, let's face it, that's what you do on Sunday. 
for a football game, an NFL football game. You're going to battle. And I liked that, that feel of it. So we did take that. And let's face it, I'm an Adams. Yeah. I, love, I love Titan Blue. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I wasn't, we were not going to ever get rid of that. And, but the Navy was something I always, you know, it seemed like players love being in that all Navy. And it's, to me, was strength. And, you know, Nike wanted our uniform to have the feel of armor. You know, you're going out in armor. And the sword became important. And you can see on the shoulders that, you know, the sword took off on the shoulders, on the pants, on the helmet. I mean, we have elements of that sword. And that was important to me because that felt like going to battle. So when you started this design process, you had very specific ideas. How often did you have to guide people back on the right track? No, I, uh, let's be honest, I didn't have any ideas. Nike is amazing. And they kind of took that Greek mythology and, and kind of planted that idea in my mind. And then it took off. Okay. Yeah, that definitely. So... And you had design elements, too, in mind with the state of Tennessee. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, that's what our logo took off in the beginning from there. And, you know, Nike always loves putting something on the inside of the jersey up at the collar. And that's where the stars came. We love that. The I three mean, stars of yes, Tennessee. Yes, and, you know, it's a paying homage to the fans in our state. The right side of the number. Yes. Uh, yeah. the, the, yes. It has that extra edge, which is the yes. eastern part of the state of Tennessee, which people wonder, why is it a little bit different in the number? It's about the state. Well, it started with Greek lettering. But as we were looking at it, we were like, wow, that looks like you know the st- up there. And I, it, to outsiders, to people outside our state, they're like, well, what is that? Why? Well, I'm hoping the people in Tennessee, they know and will embrace it. And, hey, we don't care what y'all think. It's, it's, it represents us. us. I right. like that. You don't know unless you know. You, you know? don't know unless you know. See? So, you know, the whole story of the uniform needed to come out to make sense. When you t- take it apart and you don't understand Tennessee or you don't understand Greek mythology or you don't understand being a titan – you know, people talk about people being a titan in business. Well, that means you're a superior business person. And that's what I wanted us to feel like. We're, we're strong. We're superior. We're going to go kick some serious you-know-what. <laughs> <laughs> How many different prototypes through the process did you see, and when were you finally comfortable that this was the look? From... 2014 on, we saw some different versions, and when we took it back to two-tone blue, because let's be honest, one-tone blue doesn't have the same ring, does it? Right. No. True. No. Very true. And we're two-tone blue. We are the two-tone blue? We are. So, you know, that was important to me, and we just kind of, we'd kind of gotten the elements of the sword and the, the, um, the, the lettering, the numbers, the this, and it just seemed kind of right, and it really came together pretty fast. 
pretty was, fast. Was there an element that you had to revisit multiple times to oh, good question. finally get tweaked just right? The helmet. Oh, really? The helmet, yes. It, you know, we knew we wanted to go off the white. Mm-hmm. That was for sure. And we kind of played around with some different colors, and we played around with, you know, a stripe down the middle, and, you know, it, it, it just... You know, I had to get back to that sword because we did multiple stripes. We did um, we did a variety of things, mm-hmm. and it just it, it wasn't there. It wasn't there. But when we, they came up with the sword, which starts in the right. front and goes to the back, all the way back, white was, and silver. Yes, there it was. The there silver was. is all because when. We started here. You said early on the helmet color was going to change. You made yes. that public. You didn't yes. try to hide that. And navy blue was the obvious one. The thing I worried about was the logo not showing up. But with the silver and accenting the silver, it really pops. How long did it take them to get that to where you said, and the silver face masks too, Mm -hmm. how long did it take all of that? You know, I don't know exactly how long. It it was months of kind of talking here and there, and they would send me prototypes of the helmet. And, you know, we actually – brought models in and put the helmet on them and it you know the big the big titan blue going down the helmet just it didn't look right Right. (laughs) it was not right and there were other things i was like "Mm, it's not right and we went to a mad helmet and then we went to the high gloss shiny helmet that didn't so we're in between we're definitely in between we're not matte and we're not the highest gloss you can be we're in between it pops, though. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It looks really it's good. Slick. And I loved the silver face mask. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just set off the whole thing. It brings it all together. It does. It just brings the it whole does. thing together. So you finally get the pieces in place the way you think that they should be. You get the product you want. Who was the first person that you showed the complete finished oh. product to? Well, um, I would say Kenneth uh-huh. Adams. Um and then we went to John. Mike wasn't here at the time yet, so he got to see it later on. But I guarded it with my life. I have to tell you, I never sent an email out with anything in it. I never, um, this was so important to me because I knew this would be such a fun thing for our fans. Oh, yeah. If we could keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm hearing you say, though, is so some of us have gotten the impression that maybe this got done two or three months ago. This no. has been completed for quite a while, yes. this project. Yes. Like back to last summer even? Oh, uh, yes, because it has to go into manufacture. They so have you've to, had to sit on this for oh, almost yes. a year? Oh, oh, my gosh. Yes, yes. <laughs> You're sneaky. Yes, That's I, impressive. I'm very sneaky. So, <laughs> That's why I kept it out of Nashville. We didn't have the meetings here. We didn't, you know, I kept it. You know, you saw from the video last night that, you know, they oh, yeah. tested it in a different city. And, you know, when it did, you know, we had the models come to Houston. We got to see the, the uniform, the complete uniform with the helmet on models. And, you know, so it was, we did that because I just... I wanted it to stay under wraps. Well, you did a great job. Thank you. All it. this time, everyone was poking around the wrong city. Yeah. We, we were looking <laughs> in the wrong place. Well, let me, you kept the logos, though. You kept the, the fireball and, and the sword. You, you did those yes. things and made, 
Why did you decide to change the uniform design and not change the logo? What sort of stuck with you in making that decision? That's our history. I, I, I was not going to change the logos. I wanted to bring in our secondary, the sword, to more prominent. I wanted it to be prominent. But I still wanted um, to keep our history. And I thought the uniforms, I loved our uniforms, but it was time for, you know, a reset, a refresh, a new generation of uniform. And that's where it all started. You know, it's funny. When you released the 20th anniversary logo, and it was the sword, people thought that was the big hint that you were going to the sword as the primary logo and the fireball was somehow going away. Was that intentional? Uh, <laughs> Sneaky. No answer. Sneaky. Yeah, no, no, that was it, it. It really they they came up with about eight twentieth um, anniversary logos, and maybe half of them were the sword. And I immediately went to the sword. I love the sword, yeah. but I love the flame ball too. So, you know, it the flame ball. My, you know, I have a lot of respect for my dad and. He loved that, and he wanted to pay homage to the state, and I wanted to stay with that. Throughout this whole process, there have been so many different pieces. What has been the most enjoyable part for you? I definitely, um, from the very first meeting um, in 2014, when we were talking to Nike, you know, I, I think they came in with eight or nine people, and the league came in with four or five or six people, and, you know, we were there just talking about it. You know, it was getting to know all those guys. It, it's, a, it's a fascinating process. On, from the first questionnaire they gave us on what, you know, why are you changing, how much of a change do you want, um, you know, it's kind of getting the feel for what you're envisioning. And so... I think as time went on, you know, I developed friendships with these gentlemen and ladies, and it was just a lot of fun. It was just, you know, it was a creative process, but it was a, you know, team creative process from all fronts, and that that was fun. It almost mirrors your three-plus years as controlling owner in terms of you start out at a certain place, You're very interested in obtaining knowledge, learning and growing. You came into this thing saying, I don't know everything, but I know what I want. And I I still don't. Well, but (laughs) but the point being, this is what the the Titans fan base has seen you do through the entire process. And it sounds like it's the exact same thing you did on this. You're almost an expert on it now or a, a certain kind of expert to where at the first you were starting at ground zero. Absolutely. It's just kind of my personality. When I get passionate about something, I'm going to find out everything I can about it. It may take me a while, and I won't be an expert, but I'll have a working knowledge of things. And it it just, you know, whether it was becoming the controlling owner, yes, I'd been around football all my life, but no, I had not run a football team. So, you know, I know that I frustrated the fans in the beginning that I was not out front and center, but you know, I had to get kind of my feet planted and kind of figure out what we were going to do and what direction we were going to take. You know, we I took over that march, and things were pretty much set. I had to go with what was there. 
And then I started, which was actually good. It gave me time to kind of learn and figure out what I needed to do or what I thought I needed to do. I don't, I don't ever think I have all the answers. But, you know, I own them. When I make decisions, they're mine. So I go with it. And so far, it seems like we're kind of we're working towards that trophy. We got to keep at it, though. Yes. You keep talking about history and the history of this franchise and what it represents. Has it occurred to you yet that this is your mark on Titans history? This is going to be a very visible, tangible, Amy Adams Strunk created this. Well, you know, thank you, Amy. I hadn't thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) But, yes, I guess you could look at it that way, and and I'm proud of that. I'm proud. You know, I hope our, you know, fans, it it seemed like it got a good reception and that they loved it, and I hope they, once they keep hearing how we got there, we just, you know, we didn't pull the font out of our hat and just go, oh, we're going to, you know, there was some meaning there. And so... When they see and hear and it grows on them, you know, people, new is sometimes difficult for people. They have to get used to it. But, you know, I think they're going to love them. You know, I wanted our players to feel like they walked out and they were proud and they had their armor on. And, you know, I I want it to be very classy and very something they were proud of. I love John Robinson's one-word answer to describe them, fierce. I think when you when you see the all navy blue and they come out in the blue helmet, I mean it does look like armor. It does look fierce. That's I exciting. Agree. And I, I think John had a big um, part in kind of bringing to mind to my mind. Oh, I want to be fierce. And you know, you heard in the video last night. Um, Amy thought they were badass. Well, <laughs> I thought they were badass. So, you know, that's kind of what we want to be. Sure. We want, I think winning teams have attitude and I wanted us to walk out with an attitude and I want our uniforms to have attitude and hopefully everyone thinks I accomplished that. It's, it's interesting how many things went into this from the standpoint of what you were trying to do. You're trying to honor the Oilers' history to a certain extent and honor your dad. You're honoring the Titans' history because, as you said, there was nothing wrong with the old uniforms. It was just time for a change. You want to honor the state. You want to honor the mythology behind Titans. Man, it must have been hard to pull all that together in your mind as you saw all the different mock-ups and all of the different elements. Well, you know, that's where Nike in the league comes in. I mean, they're just geniuses at helping you get to where you can see what they're trying to um, create. And so they were obviously a huge help in helping me get to that point. Going forward, are you always going to notice different uniforms now? Is this going to be a bug that's going to be planted in your head? (laughs) Absolutely. I mean... Before, I guess, I, you know, my, my son is, like, so on top of everybody's uniform and font and this and that. And I guess before all this, I was just never really paying attention to other people so much. Mm-hmm. But absolutely now, <laughs> I'm always looking, always looking. Okay, so the Navy on Navy is the home look. Originally, you had given the hint to media that the Titans would go back to Titan Blue in some specific form as the primary color for the home look. What changed your mind about that? Well, 
I think just talking to players about, you know, and in, in seeing what they always, for the biggest games at home, they always wanted to be in blue. Yes. So they, that must have meaning to them. And, you know, I wanted them to be pleased with what I chose for them. And that's where that kind of that navy, I love navy, but I love Titan blue. So, you know, with the, the color rush. And honestly, I love the all-white. It's crisp, clean. It's, it's much better than the former all-white, yes. either for yeah. the Tennessee Oilers or for the Tennessee Titans. It pops. What is it about? It pops more. I love it. It, it doesn't look as, like. Is it the helmet? Yeah, it I might think, be. Yeah. I think. It, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I and think it looks good. I know that. Um, Coach Vrabel was like, well, Amy, do you – I hear you don't like all white. And I was like, I love all white, but I like to win too. And I felt like <laughs> there were some times last year that the all white didn't didn't work for us. Well, so I was like, oh. But, you know, it's a new uniform now. So That's right. How much consideration do you take not only into what players think and what players have to say, but also some, to, some of those random – quirks and little juju things that people have because that's a real thing that people get superstitious about superstition yeah i'm trying to get rid of all mine but i have a lot i mean if i have a scarf on and we lose it's history (laughs) it it never comes back out again so you know and i know it's silly Mm -hmm. but i just can't help myself (laughs) it's just what it is all right i have to ask the red question yes because the red question when we first started in 99 April 13, 99, uh, put the jerseys out. Shortly thereafter, the pro shop starts selling a red jersey. It was just a novelty jersey. And there is a, there's a group of people, even some of my friends, who swear to this day that there, Mine too. that there was a hidden red jersey somewhere, which I have no knowledge of if there ever was. But in this process, the things that you saw on Reddit and the different websites that were showing that there was always something red. There was a red jersey, there was red pants, there was a red helmet. Was there ever anything red in this process? Outside of the accents that are, I'm I'm talking about, was there a red jersey because everybody swore there was? Well, actually, there was a thought of going to red at Color Rush. Okay. But at the end of the day, we're not a red team. We're not red. Right. We're not a red team. Mm-hmm. So that would have been going completely out of the box. And, you know, people that see me always see me in a red cap. There's, I just happen to like the red cap. Right. There's nothing hidden there about going to the red. But there was a thought. But at the end of the day, it just, it wasn't going to, it just wasn't us. It, it wasn't us. So there was really never a red jersey? I don't think I realized that there was never. I thought that this was just a moment in history that I had always missed. They're like, oh, yeah, sure, at some point there was a red jersey. I, there never has been. Well, I was told, and I thought the same thing you thought, Amy, a long time ago, that yeah. there had to be some red because why would we sell a red jersey? Right. In the pro shop. Yes. Yeah. And it, my son had one, and he wore it until. I see it I, I know, on our fans. People yeah, all love the time. It. Yes. The Eddie George red jersey was, it was, just, it was just a novelty yes. jersey, but there are people who think there's a conspiracy and that yes. that really was a thing and that we just never brought them out. You know, I had to go to Haas to find out, was there a red jersey? That and he I... says, no. Haas Nazca, 
longtime yes. equipment supervisor dating back to the Houston Oilers days, yes. Haas Noska says there was no never a red, red jersey. He said that there was talk of at Christmas time one year of bringing out a red jersey, and but it, at the last minute, my dad said absolutely not. So really, yes. Dispelling myths here on the OTP. Yes. That's what we're all about, <laughs> investigative journalism. Well, I just, um, I, I tell you what I like, because there is red in it. You know, we do we, see, we do we see do some red. The swoosh. The swoosh is red. I think it's sharp. But the further accent of the silver, which has always been one of our colors, colors but was never highlighted, I love it. Yes. I love it in the shoulders. Yes. It's, I love the two, two-tone silver on the shoulders. Because it's, that's a sword. It's a sword. When you see it on the when you see it when you see it on the pads, and that was the important thing. And I told everybody, I said before you judge the look, understand it's a uniform. It's not just a jersey. It's a uniform. So as you ladies say, it's an outfit. It is an outfit. It's an outfit. Yes. And you have to see it on the guys in the pads to really understand it. You do. You you just can't take parts of it and dissect it and go, I hate that. Right. You, you have to see with the helmet, you know, I think there was the teaser done with Taylor, and they didn't send the helmet. And it just, you know, it was like, what do you do? You know, he was right. like, you got to have the helmet. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, to get the whole feel. And so. We know you were there when they filmed him on February 24th. You did that earlier in the day. We were doing the season ticket member event at Opryland that night, and you were there with him, and they filmed a, a funny video with it and everything, which was really cool. But I think we have a career together I later. Think you do. Yeah. <laughs> I think you do, too. I think it's, you do. It's on the horizon. You've got it. By the way, you have to tell him to do this show. Next week. Next week. Yeah, but you have to tell, you have to say, if the controlling owner can do the team podcast, the Pro Bowl left tackle can do it. Has he turned you down? Not totally. Not exactly, (laughs) but he's a little tough. But back to the question, how was that morning with him when you went to, and you knew that that he has to keep the secret at this point. I mean, are you a little scared because he's a little out there? He is, but no way. I was not scared one iota. No, I knew he I, is the best. He, he's, he's the best. Great, he yeah. was so he was. It was so much fun, because you know they had a photographer there and they were shooting all different shots and telling him to do model poses and it got kind of funny. It really did, <laughs> but he was a good sport. He was a good sport, and you know when we did our little routine, I mean that was just us playing off of each other. It was not scripted. It just kind of happened, and it was fun. It was fun. How did you decide which players you were going to use to model these jerseys for the very first time, or the full uniform, I should say? The outfit. Because it's an outfit. Um, (laughs) How did you decide which guys you wanted to – was it solely based on body type? Was it based on – what could that be? I think, you know, well, Marcus – Oh, of course. We had to have Marcus. And then, you know, our team leaders and – and Kevin, and it just, there's a cross-section that we do have a cross-section section of body types there, so that was good, but, you know, you, you had to have Delaney. It just, there was a natural progression on who to pick. Delaney, in this case, is almost our Eddie George from 99. I agree. I didn't know how I was going to feel about the 99 uniforms. I saw them accidentally. 
Uh, I walked into Bob's Bob Hyde's office. We were in the trailers on what is now Lot M at Nissan Stadium. We worked in trailers. So I'm writing a script. I, I still have it written out. Are you- I, I, seriously, I still have the script. And so I walked into Bob Hyde's office to get him to approve what I was going to read. And the uniform is there on a mannequin. And I was like, because, eh? I mean, it was way different from anything being done in the NFL at that time. And I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to keep it in my – I'm going to reserve judgment until I see Eddie George in it because nobody looks better in a uniform than, than Eddie, Eddie George. George. True. Delaney Walker is like that now. I agree. I, I mean, that, I agree. It's a, I mean, it is – some guys look good, but, man, that dude, he's well, sharp. that was – you know, when there was all the talk about, is it, when it was leaked, was it the leak, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Right. You know, I was still like, just wait. You know, let's let's not get too carried away here, and let's see see them on our players. See it on the fellas. Yep. I mean, and it, it, I think, looked fantastic. Well, this has been so much fun. Thank you for sharing this story with us and with Titans fans all over the world, and, and this is – this was one of the reasons we wanted to do the OTP, to have these opportunities to just sit and chat and talk through this in a way, because this has been a great two months, three months, four months, whatever, of the buildup to, to what happened Wednesday night in downtown Nashville. And the party, stellar. The, we- the weather, ha- the whole was thing fun. was great. And I think people get it now. Uh, and I think, and I think, as they sit and start like seven and zero too, they'll really get. It. I, I agree with you. And hey, pressure's on. Let's go for that seven and zero. I'm with you. Um, now I know I can't shake Amy. She will never tell us anything if she doesn't want us to know. She is unbreakable. Amazing. Yeah, it yeah. was. I it was. It was not that difficult because it was that important to me. Well, and we knew not to ask. Yeah. You did. You didn't I, I mean, ask. No. No. You, you don't. I mean, you you learn after a period of time. Don't ask, and then when people ask you, you can say, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I learned more when Paul Kaharski interviewed you last yes. year mm-hmm. about what I'm like, we're changing uniforms? Yeah. <laughs> cool. I knew there was talk of it at one point, but I didn't, I didn't know it was for real. People think we have these memos that go through the building and that we all know. And we don't. Well, you know, since I threatened y'all with Our everything. Lives. Yeah. That's true. And Jim Wyatt and I were talking in Orlando, and he went, I don't want to know anything. Right. Any. I do not want to know one thing. And mm-hmm. I went, don't worry, I wasn't going to tell you anything. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it was fun. Well, it's great having him working with us now because if anybody would have discovered 800 things, it probably would have been him. That's I, true. You never know. Paul did a pretty good Paul job. Paul Carson is pretty good. He never missed an opportunity to no. question me. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's a great it's – it's what he should be doing. It's a great fan question because people – they want to know. Yes. They they wanted to see this. And I, I think April 13, 1999, was the first real significant day in the history of the Tennessee Titans because that was the day that this region got their uniform. Yes. It wasn't the name. It wasn't the logo. It was the uniform. And they saw their guys in the uniform. And so then it became theirs. Real. For this generation of Titans fans, and for the ones who know you, not your dad, but know you as the owner, this is that moment. And it's special. And it those is. pictures from last night, I mean, we've looked back to those pictures from 19 years ago out in the parking lot at Nissan Stadium, <laughs> and they're iconic. 
I, I mean, to see Phil Bredesen standing there and your dad standing there and the players are there. I mean, it's a moment. And, and every all those people look so young. I looked no. at my dad and I was like, wow. I know. Wow. He was so excited. That he was day. so excited. So excited. He it said, was... he asked me one question. He goes, do you know what you're going to say? <laughs> and I said, I th- yes, I think so. And I thought because he was going to tell me, and I'm thinking, if he's going to tell me now, I've got a problem because I, that's the most nervous I've ever been in this job. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, because the whole thing was we didn't know if anybody was going to show up. Wow. We, I mean, at that point, we weren't on a hot streak. You know, we no. had, it, was, it was a totally different time, and hundreds of people showed up, and they kept coming, and they were excited, and they stayed. And the, the memory of that day, just like the memory of last night will always stick with me because that's their moment. Well, and, and that's why you follow a ball club, and that's why having an NFL team in this region is so special. And for those of us who grew up here, we never dreamed we'd have our team with our logo and our jerseys. And to see the young people, you've given them that now. It's awesome. Well, it, it was a wonderful, special night, and I thank all the fans for showing up and – now let's get ready for some football. How about it? Absolutely. Do you know who we're drafting? Now do you think? Really? <laughs> oh, that's right. Like you. Secret. She's really good She's at secrets. She's not going to tell. Mike. <laughs> I'd have John after me if I did that. All oh, my right. gosh. Well, good stuff. Amy Adams Strunk, your podcast, the OTP. Yep. I hope you'll be pleased with it over the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully people have been great to us doing it. Jim no. Wyatt's a big part of it. And, and the fans have been great. But thank you for uh, giving us this special credibility by taking the time to tell these stories. I, I think the fans are going to love it. Well, I, I just want to say y'all are doing a great job. And it was time for us to have a podcast. And I hear this is your baby, Amy. Oh, my gosh. I've, I've worked hard for it. And I'm glad it's finally I'm here. So, it's great. Fans are going to love it. We'll come back anytime. I will do that. Thank you. For Amy Adams Strunk and also Amy Wells, along with Jeff Harding and Ashley Farrell, I'm Mike Keith. And this is the official Titans podcast, better known as the OTP.